Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Cinema Rogues. I'm your host Andrew and with me as always is Guy. Yay me. Yay Guy. <laughs> uh, as, as always go listen to Board Game Barbarians, my board game related show where Justin and I have just gotten completely engrossed in a TCG called Flesh and Blood. So if you're interested in that. Yeah, I'm convinced it's some sort of scam you're trying to sell me. It's it's definitely a scam, uh, 100%. It's a scam that gets you into a card game. So, uh, Yeah, I, I, I keep meaning to check it out. Like, Justin sent me the link to, the, like, the AI whatever thing that he uses. Yeah. And I keep meaning to sit down with it, but I, uh, well, I went to Disney, so, but, you know. Right, I, you, didn't, you didn't have time, so. I didn't have time. Uh, check out Sidetail Studios on YouTube and Twitch. That is guys streaming and video game playing videos. Yep. Video yep. game playing videos. Video game playing videos. <laughs> uh, and then check out our, our papas over at Retro Warriors. Uh, they're a classic video game podcast. So if you're into that, check them out. Uh, what'd you uh, what'd you do? What'd you do these past couple weeks? Uh, I finished really Ted. <laughs> I finished Ted Lasso season two. Yeah, me too. Uh, it ended on a good note, I guess. I don't know. Like <laughs> I, I felt like episode ten was the highlight of the season for me personally. And yeah, and the the last two episodes felt kind of. I mean, tacked on, they had to resolve the sort of like season story or whatever. Um, but I felt like the, the, the season itself kind of hit its high point, like two episodes before that. I don't know. I felt like the last, last episode was needed. It didn't really feel tacked on, but I'll agree that the high point was probably around episode 10. Uh, on the way to Disney world, I watched, well, and on the way back, I watched what if episodes three through six, trying to catch up on that. Yep, you're behind. I'm way behind. I think I got. Uh, I started the episode where what if Thor didn't have a brother? Ah. Yeah. Uh, watch out for those last two episodes. They're doozies. Are they? They're they're a doozy of a day. Dude, I'm excited. Um, does it lead into? I guess, or presumably leads into some of the the MCU stuff that's going to go on going forward. No. Oh. I don't I don't believe so. <laughs> okay. I don't want to spoil anything, so I don't. No, that's fair. That's fair. Um no, I apparently I've just been watching a lot of Apple Plus shows too. Um in addition to Ted Lasso, we we started watching the morning show. How's that? I've not cared about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's really really good. Um it's uh you know, I think is it, uh, is it as good as Ted Lasso? Because it's hard to no, no, no. It's nowhere near <laughs> as good as Ted Lasso. But uh, Reese Witherspoon seems to, uh, from from everything I've read about, you know, kind of her and and what she's all about, has been trying to add a bunch of, you know, uh, women voices to uh, the production side of things, mm-hmm. um, and being really conscientious about you know uh, diverse voices and stuff like that. Uh, so it's kind of why we started checking it out. Um, okay. but it's, uh, you know, it's really interesting. Um, it starts out, uh, like the, the premise of the show is basically it's a, like a good morning America type show. And the show starts on the day that they have to fire their, the, the male co-host played by Steve Carell, 
because of basically uh, confirmed allegations of, of uh, sexual misconduct in the workplace. Oh, okay. Fun. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and so, you know, that kicks off this whole thing of them, you know, looking for a new co-host and et cetera, et cetera. And it's, I don't know, it's, it's interesting uh, in the same way that I find like 30 Rock interesting where it's kind of a, a fake behind the scenes of a pro, uh, show production, right? Right. Uh, it's it's less funny. It's more dramatic than 30 Rock, you know. I would, ho- I would hope so. <laughs> um, and then other than that, uh, I watched Foundation Episode 2. Uh, I think there's two. I think Episode 4 just came out, but we're, we're kind of no, behind on that. Behind on that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say Foundation, from what I can tell, did you did you watch uh, The Haunting of Hill House on yes. Netflix? Have you read the book, The Haunting of Hill House? No. Oh. Did you see the, like, the old 1960s version of the movie? No, but I've seen the 90s version, The Haunting. Uh, okay, that's, that's similar-ish, right? <laughs> uh, the haunting is is more along the lines of a book where people go and visit this this uh, house for a, for a weekend, and then like crazy shit ha- starts happening, right? Yeah. Um, but like the haunting of Hill House, the the Netflix series is like nothing like that, but they use some of the same character names and some different elements from it. Okay. And that's kind of how I feel about the foundation. Like it, the the book series, the foundation seems to have. N- almost nothing to do with the TV show, the foundation other it's than dumb. kind of names and settings and stuff. Yeah, it's dumb. Yeah, it's kind of dumb, but, uh, so far it's been enjoyable and I, and I, I enjoy what they're doing with it. It's just, it's not at all a like faithful adaptation of the book in any way, shape or form. Lame. <laughs> uh, and then lastly, I went to Disney world for a week. Uh, Woo. well, we, I guess we were gone for six days, Four of those were park days, one day at each park. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. How was it? It was pretty great. Uh, we went to, well, like I said, we went to each park. Uh, Magic Kingdom was, I, I don't know. Magic Kingdom was okay. It was kind of the classic what I expected Disney World to be, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Epcot was boring as shit. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> like, uh, I think there's a ride at, at at Epcot at this point. Epcot's where you go to like. There's multiple rides, but Epcot's where you go to like buy shit and eat. Yeah, well, I mean, they have like Disney Springs for like actual good shopping too, right? Hey, man, there's good shopping. There's the Japanese Pavilion has great, great shopping if you like Japanese stuff. Yeah, I guess maybe I just wasn't into it. Uh, but they did have food. Like that's what we did for for dinner. Is uh, we just walked like the entire Epcot circle, and whenever we found a stand that somebody wanted to stop at, we bought some food. Yeah, my uh, whenever my wife and I went on our honeymoon, uh, we were there during the Food and Wine Festival, which I think is what's going on right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we would stop at every single stand and I would get something to eat and she would get an alcoholic beverage. So she just got progressively more trashed as we went around the <laughs> the world showcase and I just got more and more full. Because <laughs> she's vegetarian, so there's there's not a lot. Like There's usually like one vegetarian option, but she was only interested in a few of them. Yeah, yeah, that's understandable. Um but I did enjoy, I enjoyed the, uh, 
going inside the the Epcot Center ball was kind of neat. They're like trip through time or whatever. That was cool. Um, and the, yeah, the speed Earth. test or speed track or whatever. Test track. Yeah, that was super fun. Although I felt like I was in a Chevy commercial the whole time. Yep. That's what it is. Did you do the uh, space one? I can't remember the name of it. I like how I know the name of all the other stuff, but then I'm like, spaceship one. Uh, you go into space. Spaceship Earth? No, spaceship Earth the ball. That's the Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm no, I don't think I did that. What, what's that? Uh, what is the name of it? Space Mountain? No, it's at Epcot. Oh, okay. I'm going to look it up right now. Well, while you're looking that up, uh, did you... Mission Space. Mm, Not that I remember. You basically, like, go to Mars. Nope. And you are... You're in an actual, like... uh, What's the thing that astronauts test in for G-Force? Centrifuge? Yeah, you're in an actual centrifuge. Oh, yeah. No, we didn't do that at all. And you, you you pull some Gs. And if you... I know, like, if you look at directly at the screen... Like mm-hmm. you, you're okay. But at one point, I looked over at my wife, and I was like, "I'm gonna fucking throw up right now." Like, <laughs> and I had to like quickly look back at the screen and just focus like tunnel vision on it. I'm not entirely sure if it's still there. When was the last time you went to Epcot? Uh, t- three years ago, two years ago. Had they started building the Guardians of the Galaxy thing yet? No, space. I know. I know that Mission Space is still there. Oh, okay. For a fact. I don't know. They they had like a bunch of uh, a bunch of Epcot like blocked off because uh, they're building the Guardian the Guardians of the Galaxy ride and and yeah, Spaceship Earth is near Test Track or not Spaceship Earth. Uh, Mission Space is near Test Track. Uh, yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe either way, I didn't ride it. Um, oh. Did you? I don't know. They they had like the fiftieth anniversary celebration was going on. Yep. Uh, so that was really cool. We uh, the the show that they have at night uh, over the water was really neat. Um, yeah, I don't know the name of it, but uh, at Epcot, the yeah, new at one. Epcot, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, I guess what they had done for the 50th anniversary was they took uh, whatever their songs were and went and like uh, shopped them out to very the various countries that the songs were about, and had artists from those countries remix the songs, and they took like a 50 piece orchestra on 50 piece choral um whatever you call that choral choral <laughs> and uh had them uh reinterpret the songs and, and perform it it was really really cool that's cool yeah and then um uh, i don't know uh what what's left hollywood studios was hollywood studios I don't know. it seemed like oh, hollywood studios reminded me of disneyland more than anything really yeah that's weird i guess i don't know maybe it's just because tower of terror was there or whatever but yeah, uh, they've got the California Adventure version. Yeah, it's we Guardians of the Galaxy ride. Yeah, we went to. Uh, oh, I made my own lightsaber. Fun. That was fucking. So cool. you went to Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, we went to Galaxy's Edge. Um, I got to, uh, well, each of the kids got their own custom lightsaber, and like we were lining up, and Ooh. there there were three kids, and then I, then I was gonna do one. They're like, oh, I want a single, like you know, bladed lightsaber. Like each one of them I was like, well, shit, one of us needs to get a double bladed lightsaber. I guess that's me. Yeah, is that what that was you? Yeah, so I guess it's like a uh, double uh, purple lightsaber. Nice. Yeah, pretty that's, excited about it. That's expensive. 
Yeah, it was expensive. It's an expensive <laughs> fucking trip, dude. Oh, yeah. gross. Oh, uh, Disney is an expensive. I, I know for a fact. <laughs> and the Animal Kingdom was really cool. Uh, that I thought it was. Uh, I liked Animal Kingdom simply because it opened early and closed early, and then I could go home and go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, overall, it was, it was really great. I had a, I had a great time, and uh, looking forward to going back. Did you know you're on vacation and you can go back to the hotel whenever you want? Right, but when you're with a group of seven, that's harder to do. I feel like it would be easier because you're like, all right, you guys have fun with the kids. I'm going to go back to the hotel and take a nap. Yeah, that's kind of an asshole move, right? (laughs) I'm going on vacation with my family. Bye, kids. Hey, other moms, take care. I don't know. The last last time I went, I went uh, with friends. Mm-hmm. And my dad found out, who's a big Disney fan, and he was like, can I come? And I was like, um, you can, I can't stop you from coming, <laughs> but you, it's a public place, like, you can, you can go wherever you want, but we're not gonna, like, stay together or anything. And he was like, that's fine. So my dad, like, speared, speared my trip to Disney World. Uh, but going with friends is a lot of fun. Yeah, it seems like it would be because then, like, I feel like I'd be less pressured to to to, to hang around and and kind of go off and do your own thing. Oh yeah, we, we went to Animal Kingdom, and we only we we're like we're just gonna stay for like four hours and then yeah. we're just gonna bounce, and that's what we did. Yeah, I think we ended up doing literally everything in Animal Kingdom that you could do. We did in seriously, jeez. Yeah, well, except for. No, no, no. We did everything because with that, we hit it up early and immediately like booked it for the Avatar ride or whatever it is. Yeah, you did both of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it? Fl- the flight of something. Banshee's flight. Yeah, sure. Why not? I don't remember um, the name of it. I mean, that's what and you then, do. You fly on a banshee. Um, and then the dumb river ride that sucks. Yeah, it's basically <laughs> like an updated version of Little Mermaid. <laughs> God, that ride is so boring. It was it was the boring ride, but you know whatever. And we ended up splitting into like two different groups um, for a lot of it because my my kids aren't into roller coasters, um, but my ex wife's wife's daughter is uh, discovered that she loves roller coasters on this trip. Nice. Yeah, like we we're at Magic Kingdom and she tried one for like the first time and she was like, "Oh, can we go on all the roller coasters?" Nice. <laughs> So we're like, all right, Tracy, my ex-wife, you take care of the kids. You guys go do whatever you want. We're going to go ride roller coasters. Nice. So they they rode Expedition Everest? Uh, yep, yep, yep. That was really fun. Um, we get to we got to the top of the, the like the first time they take you up or whatever, um, mm-hmm. and it stops, and you see like the broken track ahead of you. And I was just joking around. I was like, watch, they're going to drop us backwards. And sure fucking enough, man. <laughs> backwards. Yep. The next time you go, you need to at least like take out two days for Universal Studios. Yeah, well, I think Chris and I are planning on going back soon-ish and just going to Universal Studios. Yeah, man, you need to ride the Mummy ride. Yeah, that was uh, the, uh, Universal Studios was where her family went growing up. Like she's from Florida or grew up in Florida in like Tallahassee. Yeah, and for their family vacations, they would go to Universal Studios instead of Disney. And so she's got like a lot of nostalgia and a lot of like, no, I want to go to Universal. We have to go back. We always, uh, when we go to Disney World, we always do two days at Universal. 
Yeah, it makes sense. Um, uh, I think next time we go to Disney, if we if we do a big like family group, we'll probably like schedule in some downtime days because God damn it, four parks in four days. I think we were at each park like uh, pretty much for twelve hours. I think uh, we took a break at Epcot for a couple hours and went back to the room. Yeah, and then how's your feet? Oh, my fucking feet hurt so bad, <laughs> dude. We went to uh, uh, or no, no, no I uh, had measured my 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 steps or whatnot. And I did, I don't know, I think it was nine miles, 10 miles, five miles the day that we uh, went to Epcot because we took a break in the middle of it. And then like Mm -hmm. eight miles the last day. It was fucking. Yeah, we do. We do at least like 10 to 12,000 steps like every every freaking day. Like our our feet hurt. We just go to the hot tub (laughs) afterwards. Dip our feet in the hot tub. Yeah. Like by the end of every day, it was like, you know, you're like propping your butt up on the, on whatever kind of like support you can so that you, you know, you can take your feet off the ground or just like <laughs> when you're standing in line, like shifting from one foot to the other, you know, so yep. it's, it's fucking, it was rough. And by the last day, your feet are just raw. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Pretty much. Gotta and then when we got shoes in, then when we got back, I had, I went to my like 20th uh, high school reunion. Oh geez. Yeah, like we got off the plane at three thirty, and the the reunion oh, was same at six. day. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> it's nonstop for a little while. I was so fucking tired on Sunday. I can imagine. Did you at least have a day like of not doing anything before you went back to work? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yesterday, I just sat around and watched football. I uh, I went and picked up the kids because uh, like Sundays are exchange day. Um, mm-hmm. so, so they stayed the night at their mom's and then, and then I went and picked them up and, uh, Max, my son was like, dad, will you, will you play like, you know, card games with me? I was like, not today. <laughs> I'm not doing that with you today. No, we just went to Disney world. That's good enough. <laughs> Pretty much. He's like, cause he, he had brought like an, uh, a game that he learned uh, to play with his mom's. He's like, I want to teach you this game and then we can play it. I'm like. I have no mental capacity to learn anything new today, dude. <laughs> well, I'm glad you had fun, even though your feet hurt. Me too. We'll get into you? my week super quick. Uh, I finished Ted Lasso as well. I finished What If. Uh, I've been watching season two of uh, Wu-Tang and American Saga on Hulu. There's a season two. I don't even know what that show's about other than Wu-Tang in general. It is about the Wu-Tang clan. Or is it like... Um, it's not documentary style or anything. Is it like a, dra- a, dra- a drama show? Yeah, it's a drama uh, dramatization of the basically how the band formed. Oh, okay. The first season is mostly all of it is a, centered around the RZA and him kind of forming Wu Tang. You don't. The band doesn't actually get together. Or the group doesn't get together until. Um, second season. Oh, nice. So, so would you say that is the longest time to costume? Yeah, it's the longest time to costume is episode eight of season two. That's when they're all t- <laughs> all together wearing their hoodies that's that have the Wu Tang logo on it. All right, now you can stop bitching about Batman. Yeah. Um, new Batman trailer looks good. I saw. I don't think I see the I saw the DC fandom one unless it's the one that ends with like 
uh, a shot that looks like it's the Joker. I don't remember. I saw, I don't know. I saw a, uh, you know me, I don't watch trailers, but I was watching football yesterday and they just fucking show trailers during commercial breaks, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I did finally see a trailer for the Batman and it looked really good. Um, but it, what it, what I saw at the end of it looked like, um, you know, Batman, like, like choke holding a dude who looked like Pete Davidson and like white face. <laughs> I don't, uh, I don't recall that, but, uh, it looks, I'm excited for the, like the last, the previous Batman movies, I've been kind of like apprehensive about them. Mm-hmm. And for some reason this one, I'm like, I don't really like the Batmobile, but everything else looks cool. So, cool. Which I guess we'll get into news, which is uh, DC Fandom happened along with a new Batman trailer and a weird first look trailers for Flash and Black Adam. Why weird? Why use that description? Because they like, like the Flash one, it was Ezra Miller came on and he was like, hey guys, we don't actually have a trailer or anything or like a teaser for this, but I just wanted to show you like one scene. And then they show like this weird, they show a teaser basically. Hmm. And then the same thing where they have like Dwayne the Rock Johnson, they have like this camera pull in on him, like on a green screen with a bunch of shit around him. And he's just like, I'm excited to to show you Black Adam. And then they show like, just uh, like they weren't trailers or teasers. They were like these weird op op-ed pieces about the movies <laughs> like <laughs> like they couldn't get a trailer for it going i don't know um yeah, that Disney- does sound weird uh, wait, wait, oh, i don't think this is on here uh, speaking of batman i was reading an article today about the new batman animated show that they're making mm-hmm. um and i guess uh bruce tim is 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 involved in it again um no bruce wayne is what you're no bruce <laughs> bruce Wayne Tim Drake, right? That's his name. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it. great, great. No, uh, Bruce Tim, the guy who who was like responsible for the development of of the the animated series back in the nineties, um, is is involved with this along with uh, what's his face that's making the movie, Matt Reeves, nice, uh, and and a few other people, um, and 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 I guess what they're doing is like it's a reset of the Batman you know mythos it's like kind of year one year two ish um okay and, is it animated uh, yeah it's animated okay uh nice. but it sounded it sounded really interesting um they're doing sort of a uh, like, like i said year one year two uh, you you said you didn't like the batmobile that's what reminded me of it and he said you know you're gonna start out and bruce or batman's not gonna have like any of his weaponry really He's like just starting out trying to crime fight and they're, they're planning like by the end of season one, he might have some of his vehicles. Oh, they're doing the thing we hate where they're basically doing an origin story, which we're yep. all, all tired of. <laughs> good, good job. We're all not definitely not tired of origin stories. Anyway, uh disney delays six movies six marvel movies to be specific doctor strange thor 3 black panther 2 the marvels slash captain marvel uh guardians 3 and ant-man and the wasp 3 i guess it would be three um and also two untitled movies marvel movies were pulled from release calendar as well so they're really 
Wait, which ones? Uh, They were unnamed. Oh, okay. So they were untitled Marvel movies that were on the calendar, and then they just pulled them. Interesting. So stage four not going so well as as they have in the past. Uh, Indiana Jones 5 release date also delayed by 11 months. Well, I mean, they broke um, Harrison Ford, so. Did they? He flew another plane into the ground or whatever. Yeah, that's what happened. No, I, I think he broke a foot or something uh, oh, when they first started filming. Well, maybe he should stop hurting himself. Maybe. Yeah. I guess we'll get into the topic. It's uh, it's a good. Do you have any news? Any remaining news? No, not really. Okay. Uh, well, this week we're talking about a promising young woman. Um, Which one? Abby. The the one. Oh, okay. I don't know. It's uh, a young woman haunted by a traumatic past has as she navigates balancing forgiveness and vengeance. That's a pretty uh, good synopsis. I like it. I stole it, so. Oh, wow. That's why. That's why it's a good synopsis. <laughs> don't tell anyone that there's plagiarism on this show. I'll get. I won't get credit in my college course. Oh shit. And I'll get booted from the college. <laughs> yeah, what happens with plagiarism in real life? You just, uh, I don't even you, tell you. You get an F. You get an F for real life. Oh, oh, real. I thought you meant like what happens when you plagiarize somebody in college in real life. Oh, no. In college, you get expelled. Like, they will expel you for that. Ah, well, but, that's even worse. But in real life, uh, nothing happens. Wikipedia uh, sues me. I don't know. I would say in real life you get credit for it unless somebody looks into it, in which case, okay. Well, I'm citing a source for that. It's Wikipedia. So now they can't sue me because I've cited my source. As long as you don't make money from this, you should be fine. Yet. You don't make money yet. Hey, man, this episode should be the one that gets us to 1,000 all-time downloads. Ooh, and then we can go into syndication. Yay. Right, that's how it works. That's we're how already we're already releasing uh, like syndicated episodes when we can't record for a couple of weeks. <laughs> uh, premiered at the Sundance Film Festival on January twenty fifth of twenty twenty, was initially scheduled to release theatrically on April seventeenth of twenty twenty, but was pulled due to COVID nineteen, and finally theatrically released on December twenty fifth of twenty twenty. Yay, Christmas! Um, yeah. I didn't really find anything significant for development. Like there wasn't anything really cool beyond like the usual stuff. That's like on this date, this actor decided to come in and join the project. And yeah. Anyway, uh, directed by Emerald Fennell and story by Emerald Fennell. Uh, leads are Carrie Mulligan, Bo Burnham, Allison Brie, Clancy Brown, and Jennifer Coolidge. Love me some Clancy Brown. That guy, what a hardworking actor he is. Yeah, he I has, like him. I like I like Clancy Brown in general, uh, and I liked his uh, his character in this specifically. Yeah, the dad. Yeah, he just seemed like a supportive dad. <laughs> he has over a hundred acting credits. Jesus Christ. Yeah. He's, he's he's nuts nuts in the butts uh, awards and nominations Carrie Mulligan was nominated for best actress but did not win 
Um, it has been nominated for many awards outside of the Academy Awards, but also Best Picture and Director for the Academy Awards. It did not win, but it has won Best Screenplay for the Academy Awards um, and a lot of other stuff. Double uh, ACTA Awards, uh, American Cinema Editors Award, Austin Film Critics Awards. It's won, it's won a lot of stuff. It's got British Academy, Chicago Film Critics Association, just just a bunch of stuff. It's been nominated and won a lot of things. And I think that's uh that's well deserved. It's uh you know, I'm sure we're gonna get into it more, but it's it's a very well put together movie and and, and you know, the 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 screenplay or or what do you call it, script was fucking fantastic. Screenplay also works. You were correct in both instances. Uh, Rotten Tomato score ninety percent for critics, eighty eight percent for audience. Metacritic score was a seventy three with a seven point two for the audience score, and IMDb was a seven point five out of ten. Nice. I, I think Rotten Tomatoes is a little bit closer to my like of this movie, I guess, or appreciation. I feel like the in the seven point two seven point five range is a little bit low. What did you think? Uh, I mean, I thought it was a really good movie. Uh, it, it was it was super depressing, and it's it's a takes on a really difficult subject, um, a subject that really shouldn't necessarily be difficult, right? It's it's difficult because it's uncomfortable, um, yeah. and it's 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 a it's a as a as a as a as a guy, it's it's something that uh, sort of makes you reflect on yourself and your own sort of you know behaviors and and. Um, like I would say that I am a a pretty, you know, generally good guy, right? Um, Oh, one of them. All right. Yeah. Yeah. One of them. Um, but he, but even, you know, me, I'm sitting here going, oh shit, did I, have I ever been this way? Surely not. You know, like it makes you examine anything that sort of like pokes at, at your specific privilege, um, yeah, because everybody has areas that they you know, of privilege, right? Anything that pokes at your specific one is going to make you uncomfortable, I guess. Um, I, I felt like it ran into problems at the end um, that, that we'll get into in the spoiler section, uh, but overall, it's it a well done movie. It's very well put together, well acted, well well scripted. Yeah, I would agree. It's definitely uh, I put a magnificently shot and acted movie. Script was excellent. I feel like they tackled tackled the subject matter well, um, and it definitely could have gone a different direction. And what I expected it, I expected it to go a different direction from like the trailer, which I know you didn't watch. I didn't, and I and I I stopped doing the thing where I watched the trailer after I watched the movie. Uh, oh yeah, I should, I should uh, remember to do that. Spoiler alert! Uh, quick spoiler alert uh which this is more of just i'm just going to spoil it it's fine in the the non-spoiler section uh the trailer implies that she's murdering dudes well it seemed like even even in the movie it was ambiguous until probably either 45 minutes or an hour into it it definitely was and you still kind of in in still implied it towards the beginning of the movie um, and it was slightly disappointing <laughs> that that she wasn't. Um, but yeah, what do you uh, do? You suggest this movie? Uh, yeah, yeah. If you want to be sad for a few weeks, you should definitely watch it. 
I I was not sad for a few weeks after this movie. Is that is that bad? I'm still sad about this movie, but yeah, no, it's not. I bad. mean, I mean, overall, it, it's a it's a depressing subject matter, and I mean, this movie was um, basically, as far as I remember, like a direct response. This has never been, I guess, publicly said, but a lot of people have thought this movie is a direct response for. Um, who's the guy that, uh, and we're just going to say it, raped the girl on a college campus and then they were like, we can't, uh, how can we sentence him for like 15 minutes of a mistake or something like that? You know what I'm talking about? I was going to say Brett Kavanaugh, but that's the Supreme Court guy. Um, yeah, no. I don't, I don't know. I, I know what you're talking about, but I don't know, know his name. I don't remember um, his name, but. Yeah, this was basically a just a somewhat a it was because in the court they called him like a promising young man. Ah, uh, okay. And so this was called a prom or they called him like I don't remember. Um but basically it, it was a lot of people have said this is a direct response to that court trial of uh a college student getting away with rape basically. So right, I think the um the and I have this written to talk about later, but overall, it's 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 the it's the idea that uh, things aren't investigated properly because um, basically they're saying, you know, how how can you ruin somebody's life over you know because of an a- accusations are going to ruin somebody's life, right? Um, and, 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 you know, the sort of natural and obvious answer to that is, well, if he didn't do anything wrong, it's not going to ruin his life. Right. Right. Um, and, and, and then the, the other probably, probably better point being that, um, well, what do you think about the, you know, the woman that this happened to and how her life is going because of it? Yeah. So I would, I would suggest this movie, if you like dark comedies, um, and are not averse to dark subjects, or subject matters um and you just want to watch a beautifully shot directed and scripted movie uh it's definitely up your alley but we will get into the spoiler section insert spoiler noises here um i'm gonna keep that Uh, Before we get, or as we get into spoilers, I do want to say that we're going to touch on the subject matter of the movie, which is sexual assault and rape. Um, And so if you're, if you don't want to hear that, then don't listen to the rest of the show, I guess. Yeah. Trigger warning slash go away. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Um, We will be talking about that. So... I just wanted to let anybody know that that's uh, unaware because that's what this movie's about is sexual assault and rape. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, um, you know, again, if you're listening to this, if you're listening to spoilers, you haven't seen the movie, basically, um, Carrie Mulligan, the, the main, uh, actress, I forgot her character's name already. Um, her friend was, was like raped at a college party. Um, or uh, and Cassandra, and it's 
it's implied that she she committed suicide due to uh, the the fallout from that. I don't think they ever said it directly, but it it seems to be how she died. She's no longer in the movie, so or she's not in the movie as a character, so she it, it is assumed that she committed suicide. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, and it's about um, again Carrie Mulligan's character going and 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 basically from that point forward she drops out of med school um and and uh sort of commits her life to going to bars um seems like almost every night if not every night or maybe it's just friday uh, nights i don't know i thought they implied like it was like a couple times a week yeah um pretending to be drunk getting taken home by you know quote unquote nice guys um, and then them, you know, using the fact that she is drunk as an excuse to do uh, what they will with her uh, or try to convince her to, uh, to, to perform sexual acts on them um, without her being able to give consent. And, and then her sort of, you know, embarrassing them into, uh, feeling, excuse me, feeling bad. <laughs> yeah. And feeling bad. Um, you know, as, as soon as they've sort of crossed what, whatever line she has set, um, for, for, you know, she gives them a chance to not be, not be an asshole. Um, but once they've crossed that line, she, you know, uh, stops pretending to be drunk and, and, and then threaten, threatens them. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, you know, people, I, I would assume that there are people out there that do that sort of thing. Um, which, you know, fucking more power to them at this point. Yeah. Um, or maybe they've started doing it after this movie. Right. Um, so, so like I said, I mean, it's, it's a really, it is really a, a heavy subject matter. Um, and, and, and as I had kind of said earlier, it pokes at that, that sort of like male privilege of, um, you know, turning a blind eye to whether or not a person is, is so drunk that they can't physically consent to, to the things that you were doing. Yeah. Um, you know, and it and and it's. Uh, I think any kind of person with a conscience really is going to examine, you know, uh, their actions if if they've ever been drunk and in a situation with with you know with with somebody who is also drunk, and 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 you know, uh, had sex. Like even if it's even if it was consensual, you know, at the end of the day, was everybody able to give that consent and and things like that and and. I think that's right. a, a, where a lot of the the uncomfortableness on 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 my end came from, you know. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's a fucking heavy subject. Um, I did want to talk about the end a little bit uh, first, and I and I don't know why first, other than it's the only problems I had with the movie were the end of the movie. Yeah. Um, specifically, you didn't, you didn't like the fact that she died. I didn't like the fact that she died. Um, it, it was really sad. And, uh, you know, and at the end of the day, nobody in this movie makes it out unscathed. And, and that maybe is probably more true to, to actual life, you know? Yeah. The, I'll let you know the original plan apparently was for her to show up to the wedding at the very end. Um, after being quote unquote killed uh -huh. and, and killing the guy that, killed her oh like that would have been even weirder yeah and then they didn't do that ending because it seemed unrealistic um and so that's why they 
ended with what they got or, or how the movie actually ended with the revenge. Yeah, I don't understand how this is again, this is where I have problems. How she timed her text message perfectly to the arrest. You I mean, know, that's just movie magic right there. I guess. But like first off, I didn't even know until this until I watched this movie that you could like schedule text to be sent out. Apparently yeah, there's a third really, party app you can do that. I didn't really know that either. I mean it makes sense. Yeah. Um but but specific specific problems specifics that I had uh problems with were that basically after they burned her body it was just a pile of ash. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know if you've ever tried to burn a body. But that's not how that works. I have never tried to burn a body, so I did not know that. But apparently now we all know something about you. Yep. Uh, <laughs> no, even when you get like a body cremated, like they will, um, uh, they burn the body and then they stick it in a cremulator. It's <laughs> a fucking great word. Uh, which then grinds up the bones into the ash that you receive at the end, you know, at the end of the process. Oh, okay. um, because in order to like burn bone, you have to have a ridiculously hot fire. Right. Um, you know, to turn it to ash. Um, and then, so if you're going to have a clean pile of ash, cause you got that fire hot enough somehow, then how the hell does that silver pendant survive? Right. You know, this, I don't know. My wife commented cause I watched it with her, um, <laughs> at the end of the movie, she was like weird Darth Vader, burial sequence with a king and i song playing in the background <laughs> yeah it was just it was i, I don't mm, it was just weird the overall the the execution of the ending was really weird um uh from not not only the the the, the minor details there but also like what was her fucking plan was it like I'm going to fucking like carve my name into or carve her, uh, her friend's name into this dude's chest. And either I'm going to somehow get away with it, I guess through blackmail or she was going to actually kill him. Uh, she may have planned to kill him. Um, cause she, she drugged all his friends downstairs. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> she tied him to the bed or handcuffed him to the bed. And then she had, other wasn't it like a syringe i don't know it's been three weeks since i've seen the movie um that she had like it seemed like she was gonna knock him out and and do something yeah she was it's uh, i think she she was about to like uh, like i said carve lily into his chest or whatever um and then i assumed that she was gonna leave him but maybe she was gonna murder him after that but it was that her plan or was her plan always just to die i don't know I mean, maybe she, I, I feel like it was more like a contingency plan to ruin the wedding. Um, yeah, but again, that's very specific timing because then she had to count on the, the lawyer to send it over to the police, the police to open an investigation, find her, her uh, ashes and, yeah. and necklace and then match it up using that to identify her, her ashes uh, to match it up with the necklace she sent to her friend and then all that. And then for the police to say, Oh, we need to go arrest this guy that's been named in the letter specifically on his wedding day. 
Yeah, it's definitely a little far-fetched, but I, f- I feel like it works within the frame of the movie. Yeah. Well, it's good. I'm glad it worked for you. It did that that whole thing like took me out of the movie at the end, but but the rest of the movie I thought was fucking amazing. Yeah, it's fine. I bought into it. It's fine. I was fine with it. Well, that's good. <laughs> um Yeah, the the ending, I think I didn't like that she died either, but I also can't really think of how to end it other than her murdering that guy and getting away with it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was uh, I was rooting for uh, Bo Burnham's character to kind of have an epiphany, you know, and not be an asshole. Yeah, not be an asshole. Like he had so many chances to get out of it, but I guess that's that's kind of the point of his character in the movie. Um, is at the end of the day, you know, um, men are going to protect men, right? Yeah. Um. I mean, at the end of the day, he didn't protect him. He gave up the address and everything like that, but it, basically from blackmail. Uh, well, you know, he gave up the address to her, but even when the police came and interviewed him about her disappearance, he was like, nope, no idea where oh, she went. He, oh, yeah. You know, he could have gotten himself out of being arrested um, just simply by cooperating at that point, but he covered it up. Yep. Yeah, I thought uh, I thought he did a good job or a good performance. Oh yeah, no, I thought he I did. He had a great performance. Uh, I didn't realize it was Bo Burnham for a long time. I don't know why. Really? I was like, yeah, I was like, this guy looks real familiar for like half the movie. Yeah, I realized from the part of me the reason I wanted to watch the movie was because Bo Burnham was in it. Oh, nice. From the trailer, uh, Kristen commented uh, that uh, Bo Burnham's really tall. Oh yeah, <laughs> one of my like, favorite. Go ahead. I was gonna say she she was like, uh, I guess I've only ever seen him like by himself, but standing next to anybody else, he's just a giant man. Yeah, one of my favorite quotes is from uh, an interview he did on Conan, where Conan asked him like how he thinks he got to this point, and he said, "Well, I both of us are too." over six foot tall white men uh we've had literally nothing blocking our way the entire time (laughs) that's good (laughs) that's not the direct quote but it's basically the gist of what he was saying yeah 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 was they've had no adversity like anyway um i i like there's a couple different shots i like the scene whenever uh there's like a train behind train tracks behind her. It's after she accidentally like runs into a guy's car and it's just a beautifully framed shot of her in the middle of the street. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the toxic cover was really good. Oh uh, yeah, that was real, real good. I, um, yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I keep meaning to like go find, you know, that cover and, 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 you know, either, you know, bookmark it on Spotify or download it or whatever. Yeah. Um, cause that, that was a fantastic cover, but otherwise like the, the main spoiler stuff is all at the end of the movie. Like, I mean, we can talk about, um, apparently part of the, like the casting for the movie, they wanted to cast actors that were 
previously played good guys as the sexual assault dudes. Ah, that makes some sense. Okay, yeah. Because they wanted to try to portray it as anyone can be a sexual assaulter. Yeah, I remember I I kind of suspected something was going to happen in in um more than what had already happened up to that point when she went up to to his room or whatever with him after she was pretending to be a stripper. Uh simply cuz I was like that's weird that Schmidt was at that party. From yeah, right. girl. Yeah. Yep. Um I was like that's that's fucking weird um that he took Wait. this like bit part um you well you got him you've got the guy that played mclovin yeah uh who's n- normally plays just kind of idiots really <laughs> yeah um but never really like i guess besides kick ass is never really like a douchebag or anything like that um what was his name i've got to look it up now mclovin no different actor oh the guy who played bash on uh sam richardson the guy that um whenever she's taken out of the bar and bo burnham shows up and is like oh yeah yeah, oh uh, yeah like he's sam richardson always plays like funny good guy and everything that i've seen him in except for this and ted lasso who is he Not in ted just, lasso he's the uh the african like billionaire or prince or whatever oh yeah it was him huh yeah <laughs> that's a funny role <laughs> not yeah. to spoil the end of ted lasso but yeah he ends up not being a a fun guy um but yeah uh yeah and then the guy who played bash on um that wrestling show on netflix i don't know who that is uh the the main the main bad guy uh the 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 perpetrator oh yeah yeah you're right the from glow from glow thank you yeah spacing on the name of that show uh but in that show he's a you know he's a really sincere genuine person you know yeah kind of like goofball yeah but yeah um so i like that that casting i don't i don't really have much more to say about it other than Go watch it if you haven't seen it already. If you're in the spoiler section and haven't seen it. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I, I, I agree. I, I think people should watch it. I think you can probably rent it and buy it everywhere, right? And it's on HBO Max. And it's on HBO Max. That's true. Um, I know I know some people... Li- I know at least one person listens to our spoiler zone without watching the movie because I know it's Justin. Ah, well, there you go. <laughs> Um, but yeah, definitely can rent it or purchase it or watch it on HBO Max. Um, what do we got? What do we got next time? Black Widow. Oh boy. It's finally available on Disney Plus. I'm just excited to watch it. You're going to make me watch it again, aren't you? I mean, you can do whatever you want. If you can comfortably talk about it without having watched it again, then sure. No, I can't. I got to watch it again. It wasn't a bad movie. I don't, I was just saying that is to be funny. No, nah, well, you're not funny. Fuck off. Oh. oh, I'm just kidding. You're really funny. So sad. You make uh-huh. me laugh all the time. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> just I'll, sure. 
I'll watch it. I my wife hasn't seen it, and I saw it in theaters, so I I need to watch it again with her. Anyway, but uh, hopefully, hopefully I don't have to watch it alone without her again. <laughs> I guess speaking of Scarlett Johansson, though, um, I guess they she and Disney did make a deal. They settled their their dispute, and she's been cast in another Disney movie. I forget which one. I don't remember if it's a future Marvel project or it's or it's another property, but uh, she and Disney have made nice and they've you know made her happy with with uh, some additional revenue from Black Widow. So yay, yeah, um, cool, yeah. Alrighty, well, what an awkward ending, <laughs> aren't they all? They are pretty awkward. Um, all right, everybody. Well, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye.